This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. America, America. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. I died when she sang that I, at the end. My jaw dropped. I was like, I don't think this is America the Beautiful. I, is This is like a third verse yeah. that I did not know existed. You know how th- sometimes in the chansonga and the hymns, there's like a third, fourth verse that, that you only, just don't know yeah, about? And only the most devout person knows yes. where it is in the hymnal. Everyone's just yes. hope looking to that person. In the the th- elders have like a scroll that comes out. <laughs> I was like, damn, there was an eighth verse. <laughs> and then everyone else is just going, Amen. Amen, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are here on a new brining, bright, shining new day <sighs> upon a brand new presidency, a first woman in the uh, in the uh, highest official in the executive uh, branch in the executive branch ever. First ever. black woman, black first Herstory. South Asian, first South Asian, South Asian Indian. First, this is crazy. And, and this bitch is she went she went to Howard. That's that's black. H B C U need to know about it. That's okay? black. That's black AF. This is a black. Indian, South Asian, I think, I think Indian. Yes. South Asian She's person. Tamil. Her mom is Tamil. Tamil. Yeah. To ever, ever be elected into this highest of high offices. Sure, it's not the presidency, but who cares? It's almost it's better. Almost, yeah. It's, you know what? It's like, let's not be those parents that are like, oh, why'd you come, no. bo- come home with the A minus? You know, let's Hell not no. be that. Let's break that cycle. No. The only reason Joe Biden is running today is because he wasn't doing the presidency for eight years. He yes. was hanging out, being Uncle Joe, <laughs> you know, having a great time, finger pointing, and you know, wearing sunglasses and yeah, like yeah. aviators, having big ass teeth, <laughs> sniffing women's hair. Like he was just having a fucking great sort of queer, creepy time. Okay, now he's president. You see what happened to presidents? Yes, it, they age drastically, and for to imagine. Joe Biden aging I, I, I don't even know how to I, picture that yeah. he looks dead he looks he, like the Instagram up there today he already looks like the Instagram filter where you like age yourself yeah yeah, so, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know like like if he did that to himself he would like he would he would like go to dust like that's yeah. what aging what is did you think what did you think about his um inaugural address I thought that given I mean I don't know if you've ever talked about it but like our President Biden certainly has some limits regarding his... President um, Biden! I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, our President Biden... Our uh, President, President Biden, Biden... Certainly have... Miss Robinette, if you're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is certainly limited in his oratorial skills. Okay. He does have a stutter his, that he has overcome yes. and continues to overcome. And so that's that's awesome. So he's not um, a natural or gifted orator. I will say, given that, he struck the right chord. He struck the correct note. I agree. Like, it's not, he didn't come out trying to be like, this shit slaps. Hello, my fellow youngs. Right? Like, it yes. was, like, <laughs> it was 
um, serious. It had gravitas. It was mm-hmm. hopeful and presidential. Yes, presidential. Fatherly. That's what. I, that's the word. I forgot that what that was. Yeah. It's presidential. <laughs> it got erased yes. from our collective minds for the last four years. I mean, it's you know what's crazy is that the space that is now opened up in my mind mm. now that that fucker is not weighing in on my psyche, mm-hmm. right? Not just yeah. what Trump as a president occupying my mind, but what he as a de facto leader of an ultra right wing and highly mm-hmm. motivated, highly mobilized, like highly weaponized, highly weaponized faction of the country. Like and he as that, that all of that stuff is now mm-hmm. opened up. And I don't know, yeah. maybe I'll start knitting. I don't know. <laughs> all of a sudden you have way too much space. Yes. You have way too much attention. And ambition moving forward. I mean, it's really wild. It's really wild. I mean, his speech was correct. Do you know what I mean? It was like, was it? It, it was not certainly the oratorial. Um, it didn't possess that majesty that uh, Obama sure. has. You know, he's, not. We can't have. I mean, we've only had Obama. Yes. W was bad. Yes. And before, I guess Clinton was fine. Clinton was good. Yeah. Clinton had his thing. Yeah. He, he was more charming and Southern twangy. Yes panty dropper yes. type situation. <laughs> Obama wasn't really a panty dropper. No. He was more like a the heart uplifter. The charming, yes, yes, leader that we need. Yes. yes. I mean, and so like So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Obama, but for a white man, it was good. It was good. I mean, the fact it that was good. he was talking about he directly addressed the lies. Mm-hmm. He directly yep. addressed this division and schism inside mm-hmm. of our natural in our cultural discourse that is directly a result of the news and misinformation. He directly addressed it. Right? And he talked about he did not gloss over what was hap- was happening in our country right now. But no. but he also didn't say that there is But it's he didn't demonize either. Yes. Which is the smart thing to do because right now it would be so easy. We saw it happen with fucking dump. Yeah. Like to immediately come to power and say, these are the bad guys. Carnage. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And a good leader knows that there that has no place in a democracy. No. It, there is no reason for it. The whole idea behind politics is dialogue, is compromise, is to bring things to the table and argue back and forth. Socratic method. You know, look, thinking about the great philosophers of the Greek tradition, like this is where even democracy was even thought of. Of course, back then it was still, you know, a bunch of landowning rich people. Still, <laughs> still is. Yes, yes, yes. It's true. But <laughs> the landlords you know, were the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, though, you know, I think Biden did a really, really nice job um, delivering this speech. The wisp of hair that was flying around in the back of his head was uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> I wish Dr. Jill had took her took her spit and, and just, just you know <laughs> just pat it down, laid it laid it down a little bit. The cowlick was going wild, but it was you windy. Know, and it was windy. It was windy, and we need something to make fun of yeah. because people are like, "How are we going to make fun of Biden? How are we going to make fun of like the new regime yes. after Trump has left? Are we even going to have the same type of jokes and arsenal?" But 
that wisp of hair is going to be a beautiful segue. Yes. And that's, again, that's a return to normalcy. Like, that's Hello. that's what establishment politics should be. Like, we are yes. making fun of the way they look, the way they talk, and, and how ineffectual they are. Not yes. how they're fomenting dissent. <laughs> and, and calling for a national riot. Inciting, Inciting violent riot. insurrection against a arm of government. Calling... No. A large faction of your own constituency, like bad, lazy, shithole, people being from shithole countries, like just that sort of level of derision that our, uh, that dump cast upon his own constituents, the populace of America. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like when I think about it now, I'm just like, it's, I feel like a woman that like, got out of an abusive relationship and it's like as she talking Me she's too. like realizing yeah. how bad it was like yeah. she got You're out like, she, she's looking at herself and is like am I part of the cult am I the culprit as well yeah. did I how much did I enable this yes yeah like yeah I had a boyfriend who beat me up yeah my first one are you serious and it's exact yeah we didn't date for long because I had him killed, but I <laughs> <laughs> allegedly, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> See, now we can joke about stuff like this, you know, we're back in the grind. Yeah. The rhythm is back. I mean, truly, like, I'm just, I, I was like, I was weeping laughing mm. like yeah. dancing like I was uh -huh. high-fiving it's just like yeah it is such it's a relief I wish I was more overjoyed <sighs> but I'm just so deeply relieved the relief is better than joy right now yeah. the, the ability to um put down what you have been carrying for so long in your heart yeah in your soul, and to have a moment of respite, to shia, yeah, you know, I it's that's joyful in itself, and I just want to say, fuck you, Joe. Shiba kezeki. Yeah, like just like kicking them out. I like I, I mean, know, truly, I like a piece of dong down the road. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I know that's petty, but so is my girl Greta Thunberg. So. <laughs> Did you see her tweet today? No. She tweeted like exactly what he tweeted at her. Which when, was? When it was something about like, oh, I wish her the best. Um, she's going to have, so, she looks like she's going to have so much fun and a bright future ahead or something like that. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. But he was being sarcastic because she was really angry about climate change. Yeah. And he posted a picture of her like scowling it's like look you know Greta's being so what a bright girl or like she's gonna have such a great time and then she posted a picture of him leaving the White House like oh look what a bright <laughs> smile he looks like he's gonna have such a great <laughs> I mean truly the fact that we had a president that made fun of a teenage girl <laughs> Who was trying to do good in the world. In the, in the globe. <laughs> he was like, you fucking loser. Yes. He's like basically calling her like a loser virgin. Get to shut the fuck up. And it's like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you haven't fucked. Like truly, like it's insane. I mean, there are so, I, I will say that today's inauguration. One, I will say mm. looking at the incoming first and second families, 
one, let's just acknowledge how beautiful the blended families are. Both of them are non traditional families. Both of them are non traditional yes. families. Um, second, second marriages, right? Yes. Both yes. of them. Both second marriages. Mm -hmm. um, so adult children, blended, mm -hmm. um, interfaith, right? The first mm -hmm. Jewish family to be in yes. the executive branch. Also mm -hmm. loving the representation of the tribe in this way. Like both of his um, children are so epically like just mwah, spot on, spot on. Like the fact that like that cur the his, her stepdaughter, I think her name is Ella, like curly haired, wearing a sparkly suit that she clearly made herself. Like I just, the vibe. That, was that who that was? Yes. I was like, who is this like art school teacher yes. hippie in the background? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, that's was, like, center, that was uh, VP Harris's daughter? Yes. That's Ella. Stepdaughter? Oh, gotcha. So, oh, I mean, gotcha. That, that's just Ella, like on brand Ella, as a Jewish hey. girl. Like a rich Jewish girl? Yeah. Like, come on. Come through. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I love all of it. And like the fact yeah. that her brother is shorter than her. I mean, just all of it is just perfect. Like as perfect. representing. And not only that. So there's a blended family, interfaith, second marriages, right? And there's in, not a big deal. It's not a, a big doctor. deal. A doctor. A doctor, a literal, a literal MD, yeah, in the fucking Oval Office. Are you fucking kidding? A dream, a dream. Finally, after 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 that picture of a, tr a dumps standing in front of um, all that McDonald's, remember? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's about time that a Jewish doctor got into the White House. Like, it's literally every Jewish mother's dream. <laughs> oh wait, he's a doctor, or Emhoff is a doctor too. No, 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 no. I thought no. he was a business. I, I was talking about Dr. Jill. Oh, okay. No, she's not an actual MD. Dr. Jill Biden. She's not? She's a PhD? Yes. Okay, respect loss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Um, and also, I mean, we cannot not talk about Michelle's outfit today. Did you see what she was wearing? Holy shit. Oh, her hair blown the fuck out, bitch. Oh, it was she looked... It was like laid down immaculately. Imma I, I was like, "This is Beyonce. I, I, this I, is this is not Michelle Obama." I was literally like, "Why can't why why couldn't whoever did jo Michelle's hair have helped with Joe?" Do Jill's hair? Yeah. Jill, yeah. <laughs> like laid it down, laid yes. it down. Like Honey, Michelle's hair was doing the product. <laughs> Michelle's hair was doing a lot more and was withstanding yes. the wind. There was to Michelle. There was no wind. <laughs> She was the wind. You know what I mean? Like she, her wings, hair did yeah. not move. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that like maroony, like purpley. Jewel tones. Like, Jewel jump. tones was, Is that, was that a jumpsuit with that huge belt? belt? Yes. I'm going to have a and moment. And the accompanying. Yes. Oh my God. I think monochrome. And she looks yeah. so strong yes. and beautiful yes. and curvaceous. And I, I, I mean, I love Obama. Yeah. I've been listening to his uh, audiobook. Um, it's very interesting for like, I, I would consider myself a political um, fan. I don't, I don't really know a lot, but like, there are people who are like super into it. Yeah. So I'm listening to it. So a lot of it goes right over my head. But it's for like super political geeks. Um, and I love Obama, but I really like when they came out of that car, I was like, this dude is just another man. Yeah. Michelle's There's a star. No, I, Michelle's I, a star. I don't see a president there. Michelle. She's a star. Bitch. 
Post presidency, Michelle is the star. She blew. Michelle was always a star. She blew. Michelle was always a star. Yeah, she really did. Like her vegetable garden, she was in blue. Yes. She. This woman, I could not. And the way she like fist pumped, um, uh, uh, Harris. Yes. Uh, Vice President yeah. Harris, and a uh, second gentleman. I mean, the coolest person <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I mean, I know people that have worked for, worked for her before she went to the White House. Because, you know, she was oh, really? the C- she, she was CEO. She's, she's always been a boss. All right. She's been the boss. She's yeah. been the boss. So, and everyone that ever worked with her had the same thing to say. The best boss, they, they, the best boss they've ever had. Oh, the God. best boss. God, that's so cool. Like, I mean, she should be president. I, yo, Michelle... <laughs> 2024. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm here for that. And that's the thing is, then, then we can have a real. I don't think she wants it. I don't think she wants it. No, she it, wants. It. She doesn't want it. She's not. She, that's the thing. She's not stupid. She's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and she's, she's not a masochist. She went through it for eight years. Yes, already. and she's also not someone that for whom power is yes. seductive. Yes, exactly. Right. She's she's no. impervious to that sort of the siren call of power. <laughs> the greed. Yeah. Of that. Yes. I, yeah. I love she's it. She kind of like exists above that. Yes, because she's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a, no one who seeks that office can be good. No. 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 Skeptical. Yeah, I mean, like, truly. But she was looking fantabulous. Um, what did you think about the performances? Who did we like? Who did we not like, if we, anyone? Okay, so I thought Gaga appeared. Like, that was a drama, dramatic moment. I was like, okay, bitch, she is this making this about her. This went full operetta. I was like, she is making this about her. Okay. She pointed back at the flag. <laughs> I was the like, was bitch, she is playing to the back of the room. I, okay, for that, I was like, okay, the theater is open. I was very into that. But at the same time, I was like, I don't. <laughs> Every time she performs, I'm like, is she joking? Is this a joke? Is this real? It's like, it was the, the hand message. It was so big and so ridiculous it was like it's um you know when you are when you start when you are singing or like you're lip syncing or or something Mm. and so then you act Mm. out every single lyric so that it's bigger bigger yeah yeah, because you're not actually singing yeah this is that vibe and i I, you know what honestly she sounded good she sounded great she sounded good i I thought it was good i thought the fact that she was it was good too she was clearly overwhelmed and moved by the occasion she, she was, was. She, she was humbled. She was humbled. And like to be yes. there, it was clear that she understood the gravitas and weight of the yes. occasion. I thought she um, delivered. I, she delivered. Like, I mean, and the fact yeah. that she was pointing is that like she was thinking about she was rea- this was her her rendition was in direct response to what happened yeah, on the sixth. Yeah. And so th- that's what this is her as an artist doing that yes um yes <laughs> i mean like you know well, i mean doing i don't know the most doing the doing most, the most but yes so i was still doing that i'm, I'm gonna say yes. b plus a minus b plus i i agree yeah. i'm gonna give it a b plus yeah. uh, uh you know Strong a, a straight a for intent yes yes um but yes the performance itself i was it caught me off guard to be honest like it was a little <laughs> yeah point. fisty a little pointy 
the giant um, gold bird that yeah. is reminiscent of the Mockingjay of Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, it was just, everything was just a little, a scotch oba. Yeah. But... That's, that's Gaga, Overall That's Gaga. That's Gaga. You're right, you're right. That's if Gaga. it was, like, understated, then it wouldn't be Gaga. But also, she, right. she, okay. that is understated for her. <laughs> you're right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she had, like, a yeah, yeah. sheer overlay and a hat that, like, someone on our team was like, can we take this? And they'll take yes, this. Yes, yes, Because <laughs> she, you know, I mean. I almost, like, I almost, like, expected her to, like, take a moment and, you know, and, like, was still there. <laughs> <laughs> just go into her like <laughs> huge operatic do I love swallow, the bitch she's, she's, she's do everything. shallow like that part in shallow yeah. where it's just like doing that yes I mean <laughs> she was wonderful um, what did you think of JLo <laughs> looked incredible I mean immaculate immaculate beautiful yeah I mean she was, I don't know what the fuck she is eating, drinking, or smoking, but something is up with her. Nothing. She's that, not. <laughs> something's not right. No, Peter. She's she's nothing. When you're asking, I don't know what she's eating, drinking, or smoking. Nothing. That's nothing. the reason why she yeah. looks like it's that. It's just it's just Fiji water. Yes. That's that's all she's doing. She she's doesn't drink at all. In Avion. She never drinks. Yeah, I know. She doesn't smoke. She yeah. eats. I mean, she is pickled from the inside. Like she is maintaining <laughs> herself. And the thing is, and the thing is, she fucking knows. Like, I love J-Lo for what she is. You know what I mean? She, I love, I'm obsessed with J-Lo. I'm obsessed. I never would think. From Fly Girl to Inauguration that's, song? That's, that's the kind of hard work. Come on. That's the kind of hard, like, yes. I like that sort of, like, uh, white-knuckled kind of effort. Yes. That's Boricua, <laughs> Jenny from the Bronx? Yeah. Yes. I like that. Jenny from the Block? I mean, I she's love like, that. she knows. That's, she's, she's, she's American dream. Yes. Truly, I love that. Yes, I like that absolutely. white knuckle, like trying yeah. hard. That bitch always does her homework. She's never going to tell you that she didn't do her homework. And she'll help you if you ask yeah. her. Like, you know? Yeah. She's not like one of those weirdo kids that pretended like they never did the homework and just happened to ace the test. And yeah. she is prepared. She's prepared. And she's willing to share. Yes. I very yeah. much appreciate her as an energy, as a, a thing, as a thing to aspire to. Yeah. I would never have, it would never have occurred to me to have her sing. To inject. <laughs> <laughs> what was that decision? I mean, like, like I can see your editor not of all the vocalists, all yeah, all the uh, vocalists available. Even uh, I know this is like too young for Biden, but like Ariana Grande, mm. you know what I mean? Yes. I guess she's not a Latinx person, so like I know they were trying to get like a Latinx sure, person, sure, to you know, but. A Camila Cabello or something like I don't the vocal um, a hologram of Selena. We could have had like sure. There you go. Yeah. The TV, the Netflix show is out. Very and, relevant. And, Enrique Iglesias, Julio Iglesias, like anyone. Julio for sure. Yes, absolutely. My the crooner that stole my mom's heart. My um, J Lo was an interesting choice, but I will say she delivered and she hit every note. She included her own uh, "Let's Get Loud" moment. Which was rousing, uh, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the, when the when you know, she did the thing. She did the thing. When the let's get J-Lo did the thing. When the let's get loud started, I truly, I thought I, I thought I like I I like I I was like oh am I am I tasting um, popcorn? 
Like, you know, like I was like, am I stroking out? Like, is this where I'm <laughs> do I Do I smell toast? Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's right. Toast. Like, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I wasn't completely sure if that's what I thought was happening was what was happening. Because <laughs> it was so out of nowhere. <laughs> so out of nowhere. <laughs> so out of left field. She did the thing. She she got loud. And I'm going to give her a solid B. What? The vibrato, the vibrato was on point. She didn't mess up any word. She was in tune the entire time. You know, like. You're not, it was you're a not grading Gaga and uh, J-Lo on the same scale. <laughs> if you're going to give Gaga a B plus and then give J-Lo. I'm giving. Because you literally okay. said she's saying on key. But the thing is. <laughs> but okay. Think about it though. What do we expect from J-Lo? A dancing machine, superstar, yes. pyrotechnics. Yes. The gig, yes, right, yes. What What do we expect from Gaga? The voice, the same thing. The voice plus voice. the operatic voice. Yes. So, with that being said, yeah, they're on their own scales. We're not. This is you know, it's an individual scale because J Lo, for what J Lo can do and what she has historically promised us, what she can do, she did it today. <laughs> I mean, she, she could have. She could have slid down the steps. She could have been catapulted <laughs> onto the dais. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying when when you talk about a show, JLo. I mean, she just show up immaculate. She she showed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm just saying, up. like yeah. the arrangement was a little odd. Um, she did hit every note yes. faithfully, like yes. um, like yes. a, a like um, it felt like a choir, like a chorus girl, like a. A girl in chorus is yeah. her solo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it yeah. wasn't, and she wasn't the original soloist. No. Like the soloist got sick yeah. and she was the backup yes. girl. So she but faithfully. You know what? Um, she delivered. She delivered. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> what about Garth Brooks? Beautiful voice. Of an angel. Perfectly twangy. Yes. Um, you know, he looked a little silly. Yes. Um, but the voice is gold. I would say that sentiment as well. And him being, this is the thing. The Biden administration very clearly wanted to send a signal that this is all of us. It's from Gaga. It's Gaga. It's J-Lo. It's fucking Garth fucking Brooks. Like, it would have been great if he had turned around. Like, if he was like Victor Victoria on one side was, um, what's that guy's name? What's his, his, um. Chris Gaines uh, or whatever. Yeah, Chris Gaines. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Already on Twitter, they were like, let Chris Gaines get a verse. (laughs) But like, I mean, just, Uh, it's a clear message to the nation mm -hmm. that there is nothing that truly divides us when we are all Americans. Really, like there are, there are, there are things that are make us different, right? All these people are vastly different, but there's actually, we are all actually the same. We are all Americans and we all want to have a better nation. And I don't think, yeah. you know, like I would say that um, I did appreciate that all three performers and including ultimately, which we'll get to Amanda uh, Gorman, all felt mm. the weight of the occasion Yes. And tried to, in their own way, as, a, as an artist, try to address that. Right? Gaga yeah. with her overwrought hand motions, looking to the thing. But I would say that even her voice, the way that she was, I could hear the emotion. 
She was, yeah. I, it was the first, she was really interpreting the national anthem in a, in a, in a way that was like, she yeah. didn't change any of the words, but it's clearly she's addressing January 6th. Yes. Yes, um, she was. J-Lo clearly being like, let's get loud. <laughs> sure. Sure. Use your voice. <laughs> like, let's celebrate. We're, it's, yeah. uh, you know, for all. For, we are for all. And, the, and it includes people that are like me, that are like you, very specifically Latinx, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Spanish-speaking population in America. And Garth being mm-hmm. like, hey, we're still here too. We're still here. <laughs> yeah. I'm exactly. old white dudes. The number one selling recording artist, by the way, yes. Garth Brooks. I mean, he's like, um, he had a lot of flack, by the way, up for doing this gig. Sure. Of course. I mean, yeah. So you got to admire it. that. I mean, like the fact that it's so. Yeah, I do. So, I absolutely yeah. So do. many country artists. I wouldn't. I would never to go out, yes. to his concert. Yeah. But um, the fact that the biggest one came to do this yeah. is a call to unify, yes. which is great. And which brings us lastly, but not leastly, to um, our poet laureate. Our National Poet Laureate, Amanda Gorman. Um, what did you think about her poem? You know, the more I get to know these Gen Zs, yeah. I gotta say. Impressed? Impressed. <laughs> 22 years old she was. I was like right. There were like so many moments where like, this is gonna be on a mug. This is gonna be, yeah. a, a, this is a poster. This is like some shit that goes down. This is the, this, she, her, um, so many lines in that poem were it, it was clear like this will be the italics italics um, under the chapter Biden inauguration in a mm-hmm. history book. Yeah, the poem was called "The Hill We Climb," and it was very powerful. You know, she she addressed the things that are going on in our country now. She did not gloss over. No, but again, like Biden, she didn't. You know put blame that the easy thing to do to immediately blame and other. And, you know, I thought her, her poem really, you know, was the next call to like, all right, let's, let's start fixing this thing. So I thought she did amazingly well. I thought all four performers came and did the best they possibly and humbly could do in such a fucked time as this. And yeah, kudos. I mean, yeah, and Amanda Gorman we is loved it. like I, I think. Okay, I'm just looking this up. If for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only mm-hmm. we're brave enough to be it. To be it. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's just come on, bitch. You're 22. Give us the. <laughs> Give the rest of us a fucking Yeah, chance. like, can you just chill uh, on the economy of language and beauty? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like this shit is too impactful. Like, I wasn't ready for this yeah. this early. Like, come on. Yeah, truly. <laughs> like, it was too early for like, that. That, that. Like, Especially in the West Coast. Yes, I mean, she literally <laughs> was on the same bill as a woman who's saying, let's get loud. Like, that's not... <laughs> you know... Um, <clears throat> This country is made up with different people, different folks with different strokes, okay? So some people will be turned on by J-Lo screaming, let's get loud. 
church in the middle of America the Beautiful. And some of us will be uh, will be called to tap into our own internal courage. Also, wait, um, Klobuchar to be giving, brave. Klobuchar giving me very, very much um, host at a at a comedy show vibes with the well, yes, that was yes, great. Like middle aged women, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going for J-Lo. Now, yeah, everybody keep getting it loud for J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you guys from? <laughs> Klobuchar looking so Klobuchar, like yes. just Midwestern mom, no frill. Bitch, put on an earring, something. It's the inauguration. She came for a PTA meeting and she's like, I've been on the board for 30 years. Just The least I could get uh, is an invitation to the inauguration. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she was an early supporter of Biden. Yes, and, yes. You know, she, she, so I understand why she's she literally, was doing- She's literally his philosophical daughter. Like in terms of, you know, like in terms of Senate, being a moderate yes. Democrat and, and like as a yes. Senate, like a true believer in like the sanctity of the Senate and stuff like that, yes. you know, some yes. shit like that. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I will say this, both her and the single gentleman, I will say, because I possess this, it's a, I'm just happy to be here energy that I really do enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like they just I like, love that. I, I love that. Yeah. It's just like, can you believe? Like, thanks for the invite. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. I was in the back eating my salad with my fucking comb. <laughs> I'm so glad I put on this coat yeah. to be here at the inauguration. <laughs> I mean, Michelle really did. Michelle Obama really came in with her ha- hair blown and laid, so the girls would just be get like every single woman mm-hmm. on that day is. Yeah. Could not have been more threatened by Michelle Obama's beauty. There's no, like, no one even came close. It's just, it's like, <laughs> it was one of those so things where it's crazy. Like, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, you forgot. But it's like when Obama was sworn in, it was just like a bunch of like beautiful black people wearing fur coats and shit. And like this, yeah. like Jill Biden yeah. walking down in like nude hose. I was like, girl, this is too cold. I know. What I, know. I mean, that powder blue um, outfit was conservative cue yes. and you know like if you're if you're like a lady in i don't know nantucket and you're wearing the latest chanel line yes. like yes okay we get it but like goddamn michelle obama just <laughs> woo, blew it out of the i can't get over it she, she just looked so powerful that, i mean that look is having a moment first of all love a monochrome oh, right i do see this but love a monochrome love a monochrome i see this for myself i see this for as a trend yes. i think it's happening already it's already been happening i would say it's very olivia pope yes yeah yes. it's yeah we love exactly it. We a love set it. Yes. yeah coat jumpsuit it looks set. Great. it's a it's a throwback yes. to what things and you know what i would say that oftentimes it's fashion reflects either something that uh, is happening or that the people need and i think uh, a set sort of like set rules and like normalcy uh-huh. and like this like rigid throwback to a more a simpler yes. time is something that we are craving as people yes. and so that's a, why a unified chromatic yes yes i mean matching yes. sets all together have are really having a moment like this goes with this mm-hmm. we need that structure yes. <laughs> like we want yes. that structure yes. we need we need some damn boundaries <laughs> yes and like that and the big belt yeah it's coming back that big belt back. is actually very similar and i'm glad to, it yeah. wasn't gucci 
because everybody has that Gucci belt, the same, yes. like every housewife has the same yes. G belt and it's annoying. And I love that it was different, but pronounced in gold. Yes. You know, like royal. Yes. God, I am geeking about her look. There's a, there's a very, uh, there, I thought it was going to be this Valentino belt, but it's like very popular right now with the gram, but it's like a huge belt mm. that looks like a superhero. Yeah. And the thing is, if you think about okay. it, we all kind of need superheroes right now. Right, we like do. the monochrome, yeah. the big belt. It's like about yeah. these like really striking lines, and it's very reminiscent of capes. It's very reminiscent of like jumpsuits, mm -hmm. right? Because everything is one color. Mm -hmm. I would say that there's just like an unconscious sort of like call out to that because also Ooh, all of it. I love that. Also, Biden's granddaughter's straight up looking like a crew of superheroes, like coming in in all same color, <laughs> different. It's yes, like yeah. they look like um, yeah. they look like aggressive like Powerpuff, yeah, Powerpuff girls. Like yeah. if they became X Men, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it was. I I saw that, but I mean Michelle Obama just um, beat them all at their game <laughs> yeah it was it was just unfair <laughs> i'm i am not i am going to be taking this image this uh energy the michelle obama monochromatic jumpsuit slash cape energy this bitch bow down don't ever come for me energy delayed and blowed hair energy around a Ooh. ratty yes. um a biden uh cowlick I, I am taking that into this year. I am holding it in my heart and in my soul, and I am going to treasure that energy because now I have uh, a tuning fork yes. of like where I need to be. <laughs> because if, if, that, if that is the ideal, yes. that's where I'm going to be, okay? <laughs> I don't know where the rest of y'all yeah. are sitting, all right? But I, me, yeah. I'm going into that energy, and uh, I'm here for it. And, that's, and, and, that's, and that is how you'll be presenting at your, in your Maison. <laughs> if I may sound on my 40th that's right <laughs> alright uh, well that uh, was our catch up we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back alright we are back guys wait can I just talk about this very it quickly is... can we talk about this very what? quickly I do need to say your deadline article did finally come out <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, it did. I know you've been. Uh, you guys, Unji has okay because Unji and I obviously are friends, and we, she knows everything that's happening in my life. She had you were one of like maybe six to eight people that knew yeah. this was happening, and you of out of all my friends were the ones constantly asking, "When is this fucking <laughs> deadline article coming up?" <laughs> Can you explain to the folks who are not industry? Uh, by the way, most of the people who listen to us yeah. probably has never been on Deadline.com. No. Yeah, it's a very niche website. <laughs> it's an industry rag. It's for yes. industry. Yeah. It is a trade. It's for in, by industry, for industry. Yeah, it's a trade yeah. publication. It's the yes. trades, you know, a variety, mm -hmm. Deadline. I think that's it, right? Is there another one? I don't know. Um, uh, those are the two. There's like Hollywood Reporter, but that's more mainstream. Okay. Yeah. So... It reports the news of the industry. That's what this deadline is about. And it usually um, sends out information. It can oftentimes be used as like a bar bargaining tactic if people are mid, mid negotiations and stuff. But uh -huh. once Peter had entered uh, into an, uh, an agreement with CBS and, uh, and then ABC after that, I was just like, what the? Oh, Peter, I need to explain to people what's happening to you. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I can't just seem like someone that's bragging out of pocket. I need some. Yeah. I need <laughs> You're proof. just making shit up. Yeah. I need proof. I need words that are not written by me. Were people, yeah. were people coming for you and challenging no, you I just, on, I just, on your facts and no, sources? No, Peter. I just didn't think that they were enthusiastic enough. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because people you have told do not give a fuck. They also don't know who you are, but I just think that's that- what I mean. <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is that they should be excited anyway. This is someone I know, and obviously I care enough about. Okay, listen, I'm not saying that it's not crazy, but I have been looking for this because one, I want this for you, obviously. Two, I did need it to, and as fellow Ajimas out here know. If mm. you are an Ajba, you mm. need to charang. And you cannot charang. Ajo. If you don't, and you know that the pest charang, it often yeah. comes, is often accompanied by a clipping. Um, and so if you've ever been in a newspaper and your mom did not cut it out and show her fellow yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a clipping <clears throat> of my son yeah. so I could show my other friends and say in charang, yeah. I wanted to charang. Yeah, a pr- I wanted to charang at the highest level, which is always accompanied by a clipping. Sometimes you have it in a um, <laughs> of a rag that they've never heard of before. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it just needs you just need the clipping. Yes, wait. I mean, sure, yeah. You, know. you just need the headline and the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, it did finally come out. I, I honestly thought it was just not going to happen because while I, you know, my team pushed for it to happen there are many 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 projects that do not get publicized you know what i mean that are in development but just don't get you know to the public level so uh, i always i just thought like they kept saying like yeah we're working on it we're working on it abc has it it's their decision blah 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 um, and for you guys who've been listening, uh, now that it's public, I can talk about it on the podcast, which I don't, really don't want to because this podcast is not about mm, that. But uh, if you go to our Patreon, we do talk <laughs> a lot about it. So <laughs> you could get your hot, hot industry tea there. But I am happy and relieved. Relief seems to be the theme of the week. Yes. It, that it, it, the news has broke about this project. It is called Kim Spa. It is a network television pilot in development, <laughs> which is a lot of words yeah. for it is nothing yet. <laughs> but it is uh, something that I am being paid by these studios or network to mm-hmm. uh, write and develop a script for them. Yes. Based on. Um, <clears throat> my own life. So, you know, a lot of you guys know that my dad passed away in 2014 in a hot tub of a Korean spa. Yeah. And this is what really um, motivated me to, A, process that specific trauma um, and also to, you know, uh, tell this story of a family um, and uh, of a family that has to, like, kind of pick up the pieces and, and become a new version of their family uh, as they move on, there's a lot of like intricacies around like, you know, m- my character being gay and not being accepted and then coming back. And is he accepted? Is he not? How is this going to play out? At the end of the day, they are family, but that is real. Like the family dynamic is never like cut and dry like that. So like I wanted to show like an ensemble comedy 
that was a Korean family. Yes. Like a real one. Yes. I'm not talking about, you know, some of these other projects out there that be, you know, saying they're a Korean family, but there's three Chinese and a Vietnamese, <laughs> you know, like pretending to speak Korean. Like, that's not what this is about, you know? And um, so I, you know, I really wanted to show a more authentic look at a Korean family that is super dysfunctional, um, which most Korean families are. Yes. We just don't ever talk about it. I'm so are most so families. I wanted to show like, that's most families. You're I mean, right. I, I would say that there is no better manifestation of what we as a country are trying to do post Trump mm. than mm. this show. Right? You're trying to heal. Oh. You're trying to heal, move on past the death, something horrible that happened, and you're trying to move on, but all of you have your own issues, right? Every single right. character has their own agenda, has their own personality distinct, and you're just, we're just learning how to have a business together and at the same time love each other. That's literally what we right. as a country are trying to do right now. That's, that's what we are called to do. Yeah. You're right. To unify. Yeah, that's true. It's just in this show, everyone looks like me. Yes. <laughs> And they're all wearing the same Kim Spa outfit. Kim Spa. <laughs> I mean, that's going to save so much on a fucking wardrobe for the show. Hello. You know, like, let's get to it. But anyway, for those of you, you know, some of you are confused about what development means. Right. Um, a lot of people... Uh, not in the biz have reached out saying congratulations what channel like yeah. when and no, i'm no, like no 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 it's, no 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 you've no, just no. you guys have just i've explained it this <laughs> Stop way it. i've explained it this way it just yeah. means that you guys have agreed to sleep with each other but no baby no one is yes. pregnant no one is a pregnant no one's committed you guys are mid-stroke no. there's no ring there's mid you guys are mid-stroke <laughs> you're yeah. stroking each other yeah who it's like you guys are still in, some of it is still foreplay you guys you guys have not even mm -hmm. reached the clit you have not touched the prostate. Nothing has really <laughs> gotten to the end, you know. Uh, no, yeah. no, no jizzing has occurred on either end. Uh, no. no implantation. Everyone is still being stimulated. Stimulated. There you go. Yeah. And that's where yeah. you guys are at. Yeah. It's at, you're yeah, at the beginning of the dance. Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> once you're pregnant, that's, that's the pilot. That's, that's the series. That's it. Yeah. Well, so actually, I we are, yeah. you guys, uh, insemination, if you guys, if there is a baby that is conceived, that's a pilot. To you, term. If, yes. Yeah, if, if it goes guys, to term. If you guys do a full term, that's a series order. <laughs> <laughs> and if we keep the baby around and provide a, um, a beautiful home for them until they're 18 and they could go on. Syndication. That's syndication. <laughs> that's so, yeah, it, it's been uh, three three years exactly in the making i started writing this show um march of 2018 god so to for it to come to this fru fruition uh, even to this amount yeah. is truly mind-blowing yes and absolutely i'm i i'm gobsmacked i really am and I know, like, how could you be because you've been working on it for so long? But you, when you work on stuff like this, you never really expect anything to happen. And nothing's happened. That's the thing. Right. But even getting it to this point where I have a script in, I got studio notes, and I'm sending a draft over to the network, 
and they are going to make a decision on whether to order to pilot or not. This is such a fucking, I can't, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, and I, I'm glad the deadline article finally came out because Unji could stop fucking uh, bullying me into <laughs> giving her some hard evidence so she could ajma her ass around her friends. <laughs> like people who, I have to say. Thank God. So many people are like, wait, who is this? I was just like, the person I was talking about. Like, so many people are like, why are you, your name isn't in this? I was like, yes, I know, but it's someone I know. So they're like, okay. That is so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's great to watch. I mean, having seen you start the project, how far it's come. I, you say you've you're, been, you, you were there at the beginning. Yes. You knew, yeah, from the germ of the mm-hmm. idea. And like, yeah. You're gobsmacked. There's nothing about this that surprises me. You know, like this is, I'm just like, yeah, this makes, this makes sense. This is like, it's a, it's like right on time. It's actually, it's a, it's a, it's a little late. It, it actually is a little late. Yeah. But I would say it's right on, it's, a, it's, a, it's good. This like, and all this time I'm, I am not surprised and, uh, literally, literally could not be more excited and proud than I don't, I, if it was like I, I, if I think about it, I don't know if I could be more excited or probably if it was me. Because if it was me, I think I'd be like overcome with anxiety, and um, you know, like so. I let me be happy for you, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we have a topic to discuss here this today. Is so- this is kind of like in the theme yes. of what's happening yes. right now. You know, the great conjunction has happened. Um, you know, we are in a, a new age of Aquarius. We are moving <laughs> forward into um, the. By the way, I started. I started doing tarot for real. I don't know if I talked about this yet, but like, I'm actually like studying the damn thing. Like, I have books. I'm taking courses. Uh, it's really like taking. Oh my God, Unji! I forgot to tell you, my Korean tarot came. Oh really? Oh. Oh wow. my God, girl! It's all in Korean. So like. The booklet, everything is in Korean. I thought it was going to be in English. English to like, so I have to like sit here and translate. Oh everything no! Because like okay, so each card is explained in Korean. How's Google so, Translate um, doing with it? Can you take a picture of it and then it can translate? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be hard, but I, I mean, whatever. I'm 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 in a learning phase anyway. But um, why did I even bring up Tara? Oh, yeah. because. This this new age um, astrologers say or t- people say that it is the age, the year of the hierophant, and the hierophant is the um, the card or the energy of structure, rules, uh, institution, a re-establishment of you know boundaries and you know authority and stuff Whoa. like that. So this is the time for that. And as as we know, we today is inauguration day. Yes. And as we talk about that, yet another empire <sighs> is at the brink of falling. You and love to see it. You love to see it. We, <laughs> do we though? Let's get right into it. Okay. So, in the New York Times the other day, um, on the 18th, there was an article published as a follow up to another article about. Um, something that's been happening in South Korea for a long time in this very podcast, we have tracked, um, president Park Geun-hye's rise and fall. Yes. Um, and, uh, 
President Pakeni's fall has a lot to do. Actually, has all to do yes. with the Samsung family. Yes. And for those of you guys who don't know, the Chebars or the Chebar families are the um, family-owned conglomerates that basically. Run the South Korean GDP. Yes, like Samsung alone is responsible for twenty yes. percent of the national economy. Because I guess American so, people are only associating Samsung with like phones, but like they do everything. And when you go to oh Korea, no, it's everything. everything. Like Lotte, LG, TV screens, yes. washing yeah. machines. They make food. They do this. I mean, there's no microchips, yes. silicon stuff. Everything. Yeah. They do everything. Everything. So it's like basically. So and everything yeah. is vertical, verticalized. Yes. Like imagine like basically like Amazon now owning like grocery stores and shit. Like it's just like evil to the max. Yes. Yes. And um and they always have been and they were lauded as like the um the uh, I don't know the heroes of the Korean War post Korean War reconstruction these Chebar families really like established Korea's economy. Uh, and because of that, we as a society and as a culture really gave them a lot of, of leeway, social currency, yes. leeway, um, let them get away with a lot of fucking shit yes. that a, a, a very corrupt kind of oligarchic type shit. The things that happen when you allow conglomerates to thrive and flourish and for them to be responsible <laughs> right. for a majority of your GDP. Like the very oh, things right. that Ma Bell was supposed to advise. Uh, avoid. Exactly. Why we did that. Why it's not good to have right. monopolies. Right. Korea and was by like... by the way, now we are in the same place with streamers. Exactly. And networks, Comcast owns, NBC owns, CNN owns, Bravo, you know, like all of it. Peacock. You know, fucking AT&T owns WB, owns HBO Max, yes. owns Adult Swim, all of it. You know what I mean? So like Netflix. So we are kind of going back into Ma Bell territory. So mm -hmm. this really like dovetails with what we're going through here and what Korea seems to be like a half a step ahead of us right now. Yes. As far as like sociopolitical economic regime changes. And um, what happened was Lee Jae-yong, who is... The chief uh, executive officer of Samsung. I mean, it's got to be former. He went soon. to jail. Yeah. A former, yes. Yeah. He he went to jail um, <clears throat> earlier in in 2016, I believe, um, for bribery charges. Mm -hmm. So basically, bribing Pakuni, the that at that point the president, to uh, make their um, mergers happen, so that he could basically consolidate all this power and have a monopolistic um, control over the markets, which clearly is not allowed in a capitalistic <laughs> democracy. Um, so he went to jail, and then his jail sentence was commuted mm -hmm. early because he had served a part of it uh, for another thing, and uh, a of course like so and so got into so and so's courtroom and got it like reduced because um, oh there was like uh, the amount I I forgot what the amount was but the amount that they said that the Seoul High Court made the judgment of how much was being um, uh, passed back and forth through the government was this amount. So they lowered it. But there was a retrial, and it turns out the amount was way more. So now he's going back to jail. <laughs> I mean, this is just a litany, right? He's been accused yes. of bribery. He's been accused of um, stock price manipulation. He's also yep. been um, uh, accused of, like, what is it? Um, 
uh, bribing, right? A corruption. And then it's like just a litany of stuff that's just bad. Like he's just a bad businessman. It's like uh, in any sort at the top of any sort of superhero thing, it's like a guy who's trying to weasel his way. And this is coming on the heels of like, People, there was a sea change that was occurring inside of Korea in 2016. And this is what's, you're funny, you're right, Peter. It's like about a half step. It's like six months ahead, mm-hmm. Korea. Because this is, because in Korea, it's such a hyper capitalist society. Mm-hmm. It's like an aggro version of this because there's also like a Confucian level of like societies all working together, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But like this type of corruption is so in, deeply endemic. That I think um, the type of malaise and disaffection that Americans have, a lot of Koreans have too. Like, ah, who cares? Absolutely. It doesn't matter. Everything is that the Japanese do right. anyway. We can't fix we it. We can't fix this. Yeah. I have it's no like, power. Yeah, it's my lot in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but we see that you do have power, yes. especially, you know, social movements. And since... Lee Jae-yong's father died last year, Lee Geun-hee, who was the company's chairman for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And he was twice convicted of bribery as well and other corruption charges, but he never spent a day in jail. All right. So people thought like Samsung was untouchable. They were like, you can't, they're above the law. But turns out that they are not. And this is, this is a very important thing to have Samsung and the fam Jebar family be held r- accountable yes. for corruption yes. is a new day. We have never seen this before. No. Ever. In the history of South Korea. No. Yeah. Which is not long because it was formed in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a war and stuff. So let's just say like 1980 something. It's right. Like, yeah. Like 40-ish years. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's not a long time for no. the culture of... Um, the democracy, the democratic process, the handholding with conglomerates and businesses is now fraying. And it's a beautiful thing to see. We love to see it because what does that mean? It means that the stratification of the rich and poor hopefully will uh, shrink and we will see more uh, of an equitable share of uh, of. Uh, you know, resources, which is something that Korea has been adamantly uh, uh, bucking against, at least in, in in Korean film and TV. Yes. Like, there's not one Korean drama or one Korean f- film that doesn't touch upon the huge disparity between wealthy and poor. Yes. And, and there has been a sea change in the way that it's dealt with inside of K-dramas. Because I think before mm-hmm. in, let's say, the late 90s, early 90s, that oftentimes Chebor and that lifestyle and those people were seen as saviors. Were seen... Uh, aggrandized. Aggrandized. And, like, uh, and were um, benevolent <clears throat> masters of the universe, Right. They, right. they had no control over whether or not they were born into this thing. And sometimes they might right, be obnoxious right. or stuck up, but they're ultimately very good people that will help lift a, right. a, an unsuspecting normie into their life yeah. and love them, right? But now, if you're watching K-dramas, you see an indictment of those people. You see those people turning away from their own class. You see a lot more of this, like, yes. at, um, a lot more <clears throat> characters saying that they'll never be that, that those people, that most mm-hmm. of 
uh, Koreans live this way. You often see a depiction of young people in Korean society having three to four jobs. All looking for autobite, right? Autobite too. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. all of that. By the way, you know autobite is uh, German. Japanese word. No, it's German. What? For work. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Weird. I didn't know that. But cool. I always wondered. I was like, where is that word coming? It sounds like one of those Japanese vestigial words yes. that we hold down to, like sirebaki yeah. and waishasu uh-huh. and stuff like that. Um, okay, good to know. It is German, huh? But like, it's. You don't see any K-drama that doesn't address that very specifically. And it is an indictment of that ruling class. It is they are no longer heralded as a savior, but rather as culprits and complicit um, partners, (laughs) you know, in this disparity. They're seen as Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, it's it's a sea change in the way they've been depicted. It's very interesting. Because if you go back, it's super interesting. Because Boys Over Flowers, like literally, that is what the beginning of that era is. And then you watch, let's say, Itaewon class, you see the yeah, difference. It's complete flip. Complete flip. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. you're seeing it's, it. And it's also what we see here today. In the 80s, we were so into like Wall Street, big money, cocaine, pursuit of happiness, boats, 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 <laughs> you know, like P- PJs. <laughs> Uh, lifestyles of the rich and famous yeah. caviar dreams darling yeah. like and now it's almost gauche to be so rich yes by the way speaking of have you seen bling, bling empire? empire on netflix yes? <laughs> ah! <laughs> the most cringe but also fascinating fascinating lives of these crazy rich asians yes most of them of chinese descent and um, you know Singaporean Chinese, yes. which is where a lot of the like wealthy Asians play. Yes. yes. Uh, and then of course the um, the poor every guy man is in the a series, Korean guy. The poor dude is a Korean guy, <laughs> Kevin Creeter, who is hot, 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 hot. He's like a hot, sweet dummy. Yes. Who um, is secretly is rich? Every, I'm sure he's playing up the dummy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like he's literally like Chanel. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, like it's just a little too thick. But yeah, it's like, it's um, like how often can you be surprised by Chanel? It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like literally everyone around you is sorry. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm watching this show and usually when I watch like like uh, uh, sickeningly ostentatious people, I watch it to see them fail mm-hmm. and I watch them to see them um, get drunk and um, embarrass themselves yes. because that's kind of the fun of watching rich people on reality TV. Yes. It's not like, you know, there's a part of me that's like aspirationally watching, but there's most of me is wanting to see them fail. Yes. Because, it, it, you know, it gives, it, 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 you get a surge of justice in yeah. the world or whatever. Um, but it's odd because I, I, this is like the first time you're watching like really rich, actual Asians yeah. behave ignorantly. And there's a part of me that's like a little too embarrassed to enjoy it. Really? A little bit. I mean, I still enjoy it and I'm loving it and yeah. I'm like watching it, but it's weird. Like when I'm watching like Housewives of SLC, yeah. Salt Lake City, I'm like, you stupid rich bitch. <laughs> and like dragging them. But because they're Asian and, and maybe this is like the like the deep rooted Confucius inside of me. There's a part of me that when they act stupid or ignorant, yeah. I I feel stupid and ignorant. Like there's like a pang of like like a like a shared responsibility because this person looks like me. I don't you know, know what they're I mean? Chinese. 
<laughs> I, what? What? To me, I'm just like they're Chinese, though. <laughs> to you, it's what? Because they're, they're Chinese. I just feel like it's. <laughs> so if this was like uh, Kim Empire, it would be different. Yeah. It would be like. <laughs> no, I, I. But you know, like we, what we say about like K dramas, how like the it has flipped. The like worshiping of Chebar mm-hmm. has flipped now, and it's like not really cool. It's not really like desirable to be that idiot that's like, oh, I wish I was wearing diamonds. You know, like it's not that uh, we've kind of like woken up uh, uh, over that, you know, like yeah, we're I mean, kind of in a new era. But also Blink Empire, those people are not ever getting wasted. They're never getting drunk. They're like always some sort of like prescribed specific activity that they're doing. They're all yeah, doing yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's super produced. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. and I mean, they're all pretty much keeping their own lives very, very safe they don't really divulge that much except for previously agreed upon topics clearly sure sure, Um, sure. they're not confronting each other too often they always apologize and they like you know it's never but like christine is so cringe you know like when she's like sitting there with um anna yes and she's like trying to out like high jewelry her or whatever like and she's dropping all these names that one moment where she was like oh your shirt your jacket is so pretty is it Dior and she's like yeah it's like oh ready to wear yes it's it's just like (sighs) (laughs) it's it's like it feels written it is she's written she's written it for herself she's not I don't think she's I would say that you think she's like putting it on yes but it's it's obviously also a heightened version of what that kind of Asian we've talked about this on the show there are all those golf Gorpo Ajimadas, like they, yeah, yeah, like they talk like that. There, I know, they, and they that's, cast it's embarrassing this, to me. Yeah, yes, it is very embarrassing. It's embarrassing to me. My, my mom's like, oh, Pendi. Uh. Yeah, like, <laughs> everything know? is like She's just like, like the name of the brand. Like that can be an entire conversation between yeah, two Ajimas. Yeah, yeah, Them exactly. just like pointing yeah. out various things on their persons that are the brand. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's a li- it's a little too cringe for yes, me. Yes, but I would say that's the only part that's like. And that is an accurate takedown, and you know what I mean. And like, it's clear that I would say that I, I think it's interesting that there is a clear conversation even inside of this very, very privileged. Because let's be honest, of all the all the Real Housewives, none of them are as rich as any person on this show. None of them. No, absolutely not. So this is like no. true generational, like fucking out of this world wealth. This yeah, that family, the guy who's like from the Song Dynasty, <laughs> and, he's, and and the thing is, in that there is an episode if you guys haven't watched it, but there's like three of them, two people that have been are heirs and are trust fund babies, and a, with a newer, mm-hmm. younger trust fund baby, and they're having a real conversation mm-hmm. with her how she has to make money, how she has to yeah. make her own money, that the people will your mm-hmm. Asian parents will cut your ass off. That is not a conversation that yeah. happens with white trust fund You're right. kids. You're yes. True, true. So there's yeah. like parts of it. It that is very interesting. Yes. I, I think it's fun. It's popcorn. Um, you know, they're beautiful. Their fashions are amazing. So like I'm into it. Um, but it is something that I'm like, I do have like moments where I, I kind of hiccup. And it's something where it doesn't happen with whites. When I watch like white women acting rich and stupid, I'm like, yeah, you're stupid. But I think it's because it's like the Asian-ness that there's a part of me that's like, okay, am I going to have to answer to this someday? 
<laughs> how do I explain? I mean, pukuro, this? like I understand this pukuro no kimiji, right? Yeah. Like the kim, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I do understand that, but like also I don't feel there is such a huge gulf. Like I'm not on the same end of the spectrum as those people, so I can still sure do that, yeah, even though still, we do yeah. look alike. I will say something yeah, I do yeah. not like is that like. They are giving people a real look into what a overly um, Botox and fillered Asian face looks like. And I'm not actually yeah. ready to let that out of the bag yet. That's just stay at home. You know what I mean? Like we need to keep that inside and so that white people don't know what it looks like until yeah. the right opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, it's, it, it's slippery as like more representation happens. I'm totally here for every type of face being every type of trash. Yeah. You know, like I'm. We should all be equally trashy, um, but it. Yeah, it is something that I I've been noticing as I watch Bling Empire. It's like, oh, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I need to like make sure. I have to remember that this is not me. I, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, have I, to I keep mean, it's like you feel it's it's, it's like that you're you're showing you're showing people the drunk drawer in your house. Yeah. And yeah. like it is it's, you, it's in your house, but <laughs> you know that's not. I got a lot of other stuff going on. It's just this is just a drunk drawer. No. <laughs> yeah, it is something that uh, I'm I'm kind of like you know emotionally, mentally struggling with. Overall, is this idea of you know as we talk about Samsung's Chebor family falling and you know like unfettered greed. Which is what Blink Empire is. It's unfed. There's a woman whose dad deals weapons to probably Putin. You know what I mean? So, like, at the end of the day, how much can I compartmentalize my mind and enjoy something kind of, like, trashy and fun? And how much am I, like, thinking about, like, well, you know, we're, we're raging against fucking Bezos. You know, yeah. like, how is this any different than... You know, like all this rich people, these Asians mm-hmm. on Bling Empire, their money is all of that money is blood, you know. So at the end of the day, we can choose to ignore that like, oh, well, let's just not read into it or, or, or really Google search any of how they make their money. And let's just enjoy these people for being, you know, pretty idiots. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not saying that there's an answer. I'm just it's something in the back of my mind now that I have to deal with the fact that these people kind of look like me. Uh, yes. So, yeah, I would say the most yeah, fascinating it's person. It's something new. It is. It is interesting. I did a deep dive into Anna mm. and Anna Shea very specifically and like being half Japanese, half Russian, like very interesting She's a bizarre person. Uh, bizarre. bizarre. And it's like, she's the kind of bizarre that I know that the Olsen twins are. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, exactly. like that weird, like yeah. whisper and like kind of like tiny. Kind of pilled out. Yeah. Yeah. Like just sort of yeah. like when you've been that rich for that long. And, you know, and like yeah. people have used you and you're like, that's like your wealth is your identity. Right. Um, yeah, that is sort of another I, I, echelon. Yes, and I would say that it, it provides the same sort of cautionary tale that any other sort of. I mean, that was part of our both of our discomfort with Crazy Rich Asians, the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, exciting to see a movie where the only white people in the movie are the help. 
Like yeah. it's exciting, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time as that movie highlighted, there's deep colorism, there's deep racism in it. Like, you know, all the same problems exist, but I think it's good because, you know, as I was explaining to my son recently, cause he was like, there were like Asian people in front of us uh, walking down a street and he was like, do you think they're Korean? I was like, no, they're probably not Korean. I was like, they could be anything. He's like, are they Japanese? I was like, no, they're probably not Japanese. He's like, Chinese? I was like, maybe. I was like, it could also be Vietnamese, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, son, most people in the world are Asian. So like the kind, uh. <laughs> I mean, truly, like, so the kind of plurality we're describing, that sort of narrow-mindedness only exists in American culture. Yeah. If you go East, if you go to Korea, there's, Everyone in China, like, you know what I mean? Like, everyone can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like the sort of like expectations we have about the rich and the poor, like that stuff, you know, and so that paradigm shift is going to start to occur as we become a more inclusive, more globally yeah, minded. Absolutely. That's kind of the other edge of that sword. Yeah. As we hopefully Biden right now For has sure. signed uh, 17 executive orders. I don't know how fast he can sign his name. But like uh, put us back into the fucking Paris Accords and as we become a normal yes. diplomatic nation again, taking our place <laughs> as a, a regular international state, um, yeah. nation state, like, you know, I think that'll change. So your discomfort, while uh, totally laudable and very um, understandable, again, I got to say, they're, yeah. but they're Chinese. <laughs> I know, but that's, it's just one step close. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, we're one step away. We could be seeing these Samsung chibars doing like a Netflix show and I'd be like, oh my God, here we go. They would never. But anyway, um, yeah, we'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Comment on our, um, leave us a review. Uh, You know, we have our socials. Please reach out and let us know what you think. And with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Guys, we are back with Kick-Ass Koreans. Yeah! Hell yeah. Okay, so this is my the first time I'm putting someone on the list a second time. Oh. But I just had to because this guy is so such a hero. So his name is Son Heung-min. You guys know who he is. At HM underscore SON7. He is the South Korean professional footballer, soccer player, mm-hmm. uh, who plays forward for the Premier League club Tottenham Hotspur. He's won a bunch of awards. And um, he also captains the South Korean national team. If you don't know who he is, Son Heung-min, H-E-U-N-G-M-I-N. Look him up. He's the tall, really handsome, super hot uh, soccer player. And he's just like... He also is so, like, humble and great. Um, The reason why he's on this again is that recently a documentary about him called Sensational, which I love, (laughs) premiered on Amazon Prime Video in the UK. Um, And uh, I believe soon it's going to be released everywhere else. But it was um, an adaptation of a South Korean documentary about this guy. He is probably one of the most famous, if not famous, faces to come out of South South Korea and internationally known. He's probably the least known in America because we don't follow soccer, but he's a big dude everywhere. And a lot of people are um, kind of 
comparing this documentary to Michael Jordan's documentary, The Last Dance, which I watch and I don't enjoy sports or Michael Jordan really for that matter, but I really enjoyed the documentary. It was well done. Oh, man. I've, I've watched and Last Dance like four times. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, it's gorgeous. I'm, I'm a huge. And I'm a, it exactly really tells a story about this like wonderful um, ambition to be the best, and, and you know whether people like you or not. And right. uh, I, I'm so excited to see sensational because you know uh, uh, a a w- widely lauded athlete like this has not come out of Korea very often. And, and to have this face be like this huge figure, like almost a Jordan-esque figure sure. in the kind of FIFA-ish world is very cool. So check him out, Son Hung-min. Awesome. I mean, there are, you're right. Like there are most of the international Korean people have been, I think there's a baseball player. And then mm-hmm. I think the everyone else has been like a homegrown football player. Right? Like there's like that... Could- Mm. And the and then there's the what's the other one the kicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so my kick-ass Korean is. I just wanted to highlight this very specifically. Um, she, it's a, it's they're re-releasing this book. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. It's called Finding My Voice, and it was like had been out of print, and so like this is thirty years after the book came out it's called finding my voice it's a ya novel um by marie lee and it takes it takes place in minnesota where she was also raised um and it just was re-released and it's just like um a classic ya like she's ostracized because she's only asian girl in school um it's like a thing that probably isn't as in vogue now because source like the idea of like plurality and diversity is so prevalent in a lot of um movies and tv that come out but this is like a back in the day but the reason why i wanted to bring it up is her story and in light of the stuff in georgia that just happened there and and i would say that a majority of the listeners to ajima from the emails we've gotten are about pockets of small pockets of koreans or solo korean people that live in predominantly white places. And that is a story like, so her YA is about her father being the only medical doctor in this like really ho-dunk town, which is something that a lot of Indian Americans in America can identify with, right? A lot of doctors, a lot of professionals came here and they became the only person of color in the whatever fucking weird white town they were sent to. And they came here for the opportunity to do that. So I was, uh, even with the Georgia stuff, there's, I just wanted to call out, and while she is certainly my kick-ass Korean, but I also wanted to call out these small pockets of Koreans that live in very white spaces that have to make their way and um, have, like, a very distinct voice. They're, the movie Minari is, like, kind of about this experience, and that's a thoroughly American one as well, a thoroughly Korean-American one. And so, like, I just wanted to highlight that. Because, I mean, like, both you and I come from, like, pretty large Korean-American communities. But the experience of so many Koreans in East Asian and Indian Americans that live in America are quite the opposite. Right? They are. And and it feels like this is such, like, a 90s thing. Like, a 80s, like, Sweet 16, like, only, like, what is it? uh, What's that guy in um, 16 Candles where he's, like, the exchange, like, that racist Yi Dong Dong. Yeah. Like that. Like. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I feels like that, but that sort of reality 
persisted, I would imagine, into the 2000s. So yeah. these are people that are Absolutely. 20 now. So it's these are Gen Zs or that that for whom this reality is still resonant. Um, so yeah, that was that they just re-released it, and they were saying how prescient and how resonant the book remains in spite of it being out of print and being like 30 years old. Um, it's either a indication of how sad things are, or uh, it's hopeful because we can still t- we can talk about it more openly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome. Check her out, Marie Myung Ok Lee, mm-hmm. uh, and our other kick-ass Korean Son Hung Min. Thank you so much for listening. It's a bright new day. Uh, Whiting, we Whiting! can do this. Yes! <laughs> Hope is on the horizon. <laughs> you fucking got dumped, bitch. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.